Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Well, we're here on Healing Journeys today, and I'm so, so happy to be here. Super excited, of course. So I know it's not that easy. I know, I know, I know. So really don't think that um, me as a teacher, for instance, but I do think that I can speak for every teacher that we just think, well, you just need to get healed just like that. You know, us just struggle. No, all we want is that you receive the healing and the health that's already yours. It's like, that's why we're all making time, you know, to sit here and to speak the word. That's all what's in our heart. So everyone just know you're not alone. Please don't ever think that you're alone. I know it might feel like that, but know that you're not alone. And even if, you know, there's no one with you, Papa God is there, Jesus and Holy Spirit and the angels. So it's crowded and no, 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 that your healing is already a done deal. It's already been done. I'm going to dive into the word because uh, an hour is like that and it's over. So I really want to get to the questions. I really want to have, uh, you know, get to the prayer requests and all this type of things. But first things first, the word we're going to start because we're still in Mark. And I left you last time with Mark six where Jesus went to his own hometown after Mark 5, where he delivered the demonic man from a legion of demons, where the woman with the issue of blood, she got healed by her own faith, where uh, the little girl was raised from the dead, you know, Jay Iris, his little girl who was dead, and where Jesus had to get out, uh, had to get unbelief out of the house before he could raise a little girl from the dead. And then we went to Mark uh, chapter 6. And in between, we also covered Mark 11 from verse uh, 12 and verse 20 down. But I went back to Mark 5 and Mark 6. So Mark 6 is where Jesus came to his own hometown. And they were like, well, he's really wise, but where did he get that wisdom of, you know? And they saw all the great things that he was doing. And then they were, you know, they lowered him and said, oh, wait a minute. Isn't this the carpenter's son? Aren't his brothers right here? You know, Joseph and, you know, and his sisters among us. So they degraded Jesus. They just saw him as someone that they already knew. So, ah, uh, you know, and then there was unbelief. There just was unbelief, but not only unbelief, because what was there prior to their unbelief, they got offended. So they got offended at Jesus, so they couldn't receive anything. So we were talking about offense last time, and it's so good to leave the offense. You know, when you see people get healed before you, don't get in offense. Please don't get in offense because it will just it will just hinder you. You know, it's like a hindrance, like just like unforgiveness, just like a uh, something that's always there, you know, always in front of you. You cannot see very clearly because it's always there. Well, that's that offense. So now we're going to move over because I want to get back to Mark 11. But there's so many things happening before the Mark 11 event of speaking to the mountain because 
we always, well, not always, but many times we speak about, speak to the mountain, you know, whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed, be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things he's saying, they will be done. He shall have whatever he says. Well, that's great. But what happened before? Because all these things happened. And what I want to point out, and that that is what it's all about. For me, that that is that is the foundation that Jesus is the word and the word is Jesus. So everywhere where you see Jesus did this, Jesus did that, Jesus healed that one, Jesus raised that one from the dead, Jesus delivered that one, it's the word. It's the word. And mind you, before we go into it, that I did not get healed because people prayed for me. You know, every single day there was someone coming into my house praying for me or telling me, Cindy, we're going to stand with you until we see the physical healing manifestation. Or Cindy, I'm going to be on the phone with you until we see the physical manifestation. I didn't have those type of things. I had to get into the word. And the word, it was the word that healed me because somewhere something just clicked like, hey, wait a minute, I am already healed. And it wasn't like all of a sudden like, hey, two days and uh, I knew that. No, it also took me, but I don't know how long it took me, so maybe a week or maybe two weeks before I got the revelation that I was already healed. But prior to that, why didn't I get the revelation? Because the situation was not a life and death situation for me. And then I started to make it a life and death situation. Then I got into the word like I never, ever heard the word, knew the word, and I did. But I started in the word afresh, like I want to know what you told me about the health and the healing and the restoration and divine health. So I truly got healed through the word because I, I just don't know when the pain stopped. And pain is a horrible thing. So I know when people are in pain because that pain was screaming just on the top of his lungs, just screaming to me. So I know how it is. So let us go back into Mark. And then you can see what can be like, you know, those hindrances, uh, hindrances. Uh, sometimes we don't we don't think about those things, but we need to because I spoke to the mountain and it didn't move the first day, the second day, the day after the day after it didn't move. But I knew that I had to use my authority. But why wasn't it working? Why was it working for me? Why did I almost die, Papa? But it wasn't Papa God who wanted me to die. He said, Cindy, I already healed you. Yeah, but can you help me understand? Yes, I can. But I needed to get into the word and do together with Holy Spirit because the word and Holy Spirit always go together. So I didn't have like a healing journey uh, today to watch every single day. I had to get into the word myself. So everything that I'm giving you is everything that's in my heart that the Lord placed in my heart concerning health and healing. So if you got a question or a testimony or a prayer request, please leave it uh, a little bit more until the end. So then I don't, you know, go over it and I don't see it. So thank you so much for doing that for me. Um, so we're here. We were, we are Mark 6 still. And I just want you to, I just want to show certain things because it's all about the word. It, it has nothing to do with something else. It's all about the word. And the word is Jesus. Jesus is the word. The word is Jesus. Jesus is the word. And you got a copy of the Bible. 
in your house. And if you haven't got that, you got it on your Bible app. And if you haven't got that, you can still go to, well, maybe not now, but to a library and get a Bible there. So we have access to the word. We have access to the Bible. And even if it's one scripture, one promise, you know, just like Abraham, he had one promise that he would become a father of many nations and it happened, but he had to, you know, take that one promise. So even if it's one promise, you got the word, you got Jesus. It's really Jesus. So listen to this. So we just going to drop down and we're going to start at verse uh, 53. And uh, here we have Jesus. He crossed over with his uh, disciples. He, you know, he was in his own country. They didn't want him. And through unbelief, he couldn't do many mighty works. So that there's an unbelief. And they got offended at him. And now here, here, here he crossed over. So when they had crossed over, they came to the land of Gennesaret. And anchored there. And this is the verse that I want you to hear. On um, 54. And when they came out of the boat, immediately the people recognized him. What? Immediately the people recognized him? How did they immediately recognize him? Well, if we go to that Bible, let me just read a little bit more. Um, the people recognized him ran through that whole, uh, sorry, uh, and ran through the whole surrounding region and began to carry about on beds those who were sick to wherever they heard he was. So all the sick people that heard where he was were brought where he was, Jesus, the word. Right now, the word is going forth. The word is coming out of my mouth. And I just speak that healing goes forth in the name of Jesus. While the word Jesus goes forth. Oh, man, in Jesus' name. And wherever he entered into villages, cities, or the country, they laid the sick on marketplaces and begged him that they might uh, just touch the hem of his garment, just like the lady with the issue of blood did. And as many, and here we have it, there we just only hear about the lady, you know, the woman, woman with the issue of blood, that she touched the hem of his garment. But here we can read that as many, as many, whoa, that, that's a lot, as many as touched him were made well. Well, that same Jesus, he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So what he did for one, he did it for all. He did not save one person. He did not came to save one. No, he came to save every single one, but not everyone is saved. He came to heal every single one, but why don't we see everyone healed? He is no respecter of persons and he cannot lie. So you can see here the people, they recognized him. Well, in the Greek, that word is epigenosco. Well, maybe I pronounce it wrong, but epigenosco. And that actually are like two separate words, like epi and genosco. And when they're together, it's like to recognize. Well, I have to write it down because if it's not in the Bible, it doesn't really stick. <laughs> so listen to this. That it means they recognized him. They knew him. They knew him. But the people who grew up with him, the people who were in his own hometown, did not recognize him as Jesus, the word, the healer. But these 
people, immediately that he came out of the boat, they recognized him. And do you know the word is Jesus? So when you see 1 Peter 2.24 or Psalms 107 from verse 19 and to 2021, 20, all those Bible verses, Isaiah 53, 4 and 5b, when you see him and you recognize him, you know that's my healer, that's my health and that's my healing. He already healed me. You can take it. You can touch that hem of his garment. And how do you do that? By speaking it, by you receiving it in your heart first and then you speak it out of your mouth and you will see what will happen because this word this word jesus will never return to you for it never ever ever the word that goes forth from your mouth isaiah 55 11 it will never ever return to you void empty-handed you know never ever it will return valid legally binding fulfilled sediated you know on a overstuffed a, a cram jam packed, you know, prospered, blooming. It will always do that because the word in it, it it's it's incorruptible seed. So in it is the life, in it is the help, in it is it, but it's Jesus. So I'm just pointing to Jesus, pointing to the word. It's the word that healed me, it's the word that will heal you. So let's go further. Because his own disciples, when he got into the boat. You know, his own disciples, when because Jesus, he started to walk on, on the water and he thought, oh, it's a ghost, you know, like, who is that? They never, ever thought about, maybe it's Jesus, because who can walk on water? But they thought it was a ghost at first. So did, the disciples themselves did not even recognize Jesus immediately. And, you know, Jesus had to tell them, oh, it's I, don't be afraid. And he got into the boat and then, you know, the wind and the, the, the sea became, became calm and they were amazed at what, what, whoa, you know, like that. But the people there in Gennesaret, when he stepped out of the boat, immediately they recognized Jesus, the healer. It was like, oh, Jesus is in town. That's the healer. They just looked at him and they just knew him. Epigenosco, and they recognized and they knew him thoroughly. They knew him accurately. They knew him well. They recognized, they perceived who he was as a person. Isn't that something? They perceived who he was as a person. Jesus is healing. Jesus is health. Jesus is the healer. Why wouldn't he heal you? Why wouldn't he heal me? You know? It, I know that maybe you see me right now, you're, you're like, yeah, everything is all right with you. So you can sit there and you can talk there, Cindy. Yeah, uh-huh, Jesus is the word. The word is Jesus. But I read the word. I confessed the word and nothing came out of it. I'm still sick. I still have symptoms. I'm still in pain. I'm still in bondage. I'm still not restored. I did not see this. I did not see that. And I understand that. Truly, I understand it. I once was there. But the moment I was just like these people, people there in Gennesaret. So I, the moment that I got rid of the offense, you know, I got rid of the unbelief, you know, like I told you, the moment I started pursuing Jesus in the word, looking him up like, but what did you do? How did you do that? Before I get to Mark 11 and speaking to that mountain, who are you, Jesus, to me? Are you truly my healer? Did I open up my heart for you, Jesus, the healer? Did I open up my heart for you, Jesus, the help giver, help 
and divine health and restoration. Did I do that? Do I know him as the, the person? Did I perceive him as that person? And let's get even deeper into that word epigenasco because in the Jewish idiom, if you go to genasco, just the word without the epi, you find that it means like intimacy between a man and a woman. So that's like sexual intercourse. So you know someone so intimately. That's genosco. And how could these people, when he stepped out of the boat, know him? so well perceived who he was, but the people who grew up with him did not. And there's even, and, uh, because there's so much more, well, you know, when I read the word, it's like, wow, wow, wow. And even if I read it like 10 times, I'm like, wow, wow, because everything is so great about Jesus. Because even we can find and, uh, in verse 7, in, in Mark chapter 7, that the Pharisees and the scribes, they came to Jesus. You know how they are. Always asking Jesus, trying to trick him, to get him to say something so they can get him, you know. So here in Mark 7, for instance, they came because I just want to show you something. The people that grew up with him, that actually had to know Jesus better than anyone, they did not. They lowered him to the place of carpenter's son. You know, is he, is he now the carpenter's son? And you know, those type of things. And they were even offended at him. So there was offense in their heart. And then they also had unbelief. And that unbelief was a hindrance. He could not do many mighty works. He did He did heal a few sick, but, sick, but not everyone. And now we're going to look at another group of people who did not recognize him. And listen to this, because the Pharisees and some of the scribes came together to him, having come from Jerusalem. Now, when they saw some of his disciples, so they were just, you know, looking for something and the disciples were eating bread and all the blood. They did things that they were, that wasn't in the law and wasn't right, you know. But listen to what Jesus says. And it, it's so remarkable because I, I like Jesus, the way he says things. When you go to Mark 7 and verse 13, he says to them, making the word of none effect, making the word of none effect. And then he says, through your tradition, which you have handed down and many such things you do. So they could make the word. And who is the word? Who is the word? Yes, Jesus. So let's put it like this. Making Jesus of none effect through your tradition. So the Pharisees and the scribes who knew all about the law, they, they knew the whole Mosaic law. They knew it by heart. You know, by heart they knew it. They could just, you know, give you scripture after scripture. And yet they could not perceive Jesus. They did not know him. The people who saw him, they got healed, who perceived him, who epigenoscoed him, so who knew him intimately, who knew him actually, who perceived him as the person that he was, their healer, their help, their help bringer. Do you know that those people, they got healed? The Pharisees and the scribes, we cannot find that he did many mighty works 
for them. Wasn't it, was it because he didn't love them? No, he came for everyone. But they themselves, through their own tradition, what is a tradition? Things that are handed down in word or writing, you know, or mouth to mouth. For instance, maybe you have a tradition and that thing is hindering you because it makes the word of none effect. You know, why am I talking about these things in Mark? Why am I showing you two groups of people that actually, actually three, three groups of people and two did not receive Jesus. They did not receive the word. They did not receive the word. Listen carefully to me. They did not receive the word. For one group, they made the word Jesus of none effect through their own, so through their traditions that they had handed down and much more things like that. And then there was the other group and that other group knew him from when he was a child. So they saw him growing up. And he, the Bible tells us he grew up in stature and favor of the Lord. So they saw, they saw things that he was different, but they got offended at him and they started walking in unbelief. They did not receive Jesus as the word, as their healer, and the scribes and the Pharisees did not. Now, those type of things are the things that I always speak about. Get out of unbelief, you know, those type of things. Just, just stop that, you know, and those hindrances. It hindered them from knowing Jesus intimately, from perceiving him as the person that he is, the healer. Oh, when I say that, oh man, it just, you know, bubbles up on the inside of me because it is Jesus, the word that healed me. So you can make the word of none effect. You can make Jesus of none effect, even though he has the power, he is willing to, he has already done it, he has already given it, but we can make the word of none effect through our own tradition. Maybe it's a good thing to think about, hey, what kind of traditions do I have? Well, I, myself, I had a blueprint, and a blueprint is also like something like a tradition because it's the way I was built up, you know, it was my foundation that wasn't quite right because of the way I was brought up, because of environmental things, things that were handed down to me that I took upon as a truth, but they were not true because this word is the truth, not a, how do you say it? It's not a truth, but it's the truth. And it's all about Jesus. You know, I can take the Bible first, first Peter 2.24, and that's just, it's in my cells. It's in my bones. It's in my flesh. It's in my hair follicles. It's in my muscles, my nerves, my tendons, my ligaments. Why? Because when I got into the word, and I can show you everywhere that Jesus healed someone, I took like a... I don't know if it's a, like a marker, but I think it's even like a, a colored pencil because I, I like color. So I colored it every single, the, so the whole chapter, if it was the whole chapter eight, I would color the whole chapter eight and I would read it out for myself, just, just getting on the inside and not just reading it, speaking it out because I need it on the inside. Things had to click. That blueprint that I had, that those traditions that were there, I needed to get rid of them because they made the word of none effect. So then also, I told you last week, I also had to get a, a, 
uh, how do you say that? I, got, I had to get rid of offense. I already talked about unbelief. I had to get rid of that. I was, and unbelief is just believing the natural more than the spiritual. That, that is actually unbelief. Everything we can see, feel, hear, touch, you know, smell, taste, everything in the sense realm. So these three group of people, every single one of them, I, I just know Jesus, he came for everyone. He wanted to heal everyone. And you even saw that as many as touched him were healed. As many as touched the hem of his garment. Well, you might say, but Cindy, he's not walking around here. No, but he's here. I also had to pursue him to get into this word. And I was devouring the word, eating up the word day and night. So it was not to show off someone like I'm in the word. I was in the word like for five hours. And you know, it was for me. I needed to change the blueprint. I needed to change every junk that was on the inside to get that out and get the truth in. I needed to see Jesus as my healer because there was no one that I could call. There was no one coming to my house to pray for me. And mind you, I said this on a live at five that um, in this day and age, you know, this time with this coronavirus, you know, so that there are restrictions. And they want everyone to get the vaccine and those type of things, you know, but they're not pushing you, but they're telling it. Now, mind you, what if they will say, well, we're going to close all the borders and you have to stay in your house for like a year. J just think about that. And there's you cannot call anyone. What would you do? What would you do? And you're sick. And you need healing, you need help. Well, I would suggest getting into the word, making it a life or death situation for yourself, just like I did. I knew I wasn't going to die, not anymore, because I had a life-saving operation. That night, I was, I was almost dead. But afterwards, yeah, I was, I, I do think I had to live with the pain like every single day, morning, noon, and night, and all the symptoms and everything. But I chose not to. So I chose to get into the word. And actually, I chose not to be in the group of the Pharisees and the scribes and not to be in the group of the people who grew up with him. I wanted to be in that group of people who saw him getting out of the boat and say, that's him. That's my healer. And do you know that 1 Peter 2.24, when I saw that, one of the times that I just opened up my Bible, I saw him. I saw Jesus. Jesus is the word and the word is Jesus. It was not just scribbles. It was not just 1 Peter 2.24. It is Jesus. It was Jesus to me, my healer. It was my help. In that Bible first was my help. So I just hung on to that and it was just that power that authority in that word that spirit life that was in that word because it's jesus do you hear me it's jesus first peter 2 24 it's jesus and i saw him and i just said well that's it i'm healed because of that bible first and of course there's so many more that's just mine that is just in my bones nerves tendons ligaments everything the other ones they're they're also but the first on the top of the pile is first peter 2 24. i don't know why but it just jumped off the page for me 
So which one will jump off the page for you? Where do you see? That's him. That's Jesus. And then you will see what will happen. Because I cannot tell you when the pain left. I know when other things left my body because that was visible. And even though I still have to get uh, get us to Mark 11 to show you the, the how to again, I have to bring you to these Bible verses. So we're going to stay in Mark a little bit more because there's so much more in Mark that I want to talk about and give to you. Now, mind you, don't think, oh, another teaching and I did not receive my healing. Oh, why isn't it working for me? Hey, every single time I give my time, Jesus, I give my time. I know you are the word, Jesus. I know that people thinking like that. Yeah, I know you are the word, Jesus, but where are you for me? Because I don't feel it. I don't see it. I'm not going to do anything anymore. Well, that's okay. But still the word, it's your bread. The word is your meat. The word is your drink. The word is your health. I did not find my health in medication. I did not find my health in the operations. And I had three of them. And, and one was a big one. I did not find my help in the stoma they placed. I did not find my help in friends. And my friends, they, the friends that were there, and they were not many because I just said, if you're an unbelief, I didn't want people. You know, I separated myself. So I also lost friends, but I, I know I didn't lose them, but I, you know, they're not here anymore. And there are people, they don't even want to talk to me. They don't want me in their houses. Why? Because I was so wrapped up in Jesus, the word. Uh, I was, you know, stamped like fanatical. But that's okay. I got the health and the healing that the Bible in Proverbs 4 from verse 21, 22, 23 talks about that this word, you know, it's life to me, seeing you finds it and it's held to all my flesh. When, when I'm attentive to his words, when I climb my ear to his sayings, you know, when I let them not depart from my eyes, when I keep them in the midst of my heart. And that is what I was doing with the word because Jesus is the word and the word is Jesus. Well, uh, looking at the time, it's always going so fast. I also want to get to questions, but I need you. I, and it's not, it's not even an asking. It's like, I need you in this time. I've asked you a few questions, you know, like what if you cannot go anywhere? Can I call anyone? What will you do? I advise you going to the word, you know, I got healed by the word. I know you can get healed by the word. And mind you, I'm not saying, please, I'm not saying it's not good if someone prays for you. I, I never said that. That's not what I'm saying. Every way you can, every how you can get healed, get your health and healing. I'm just a teacher teaching how the word healed me. That's just because I saw that Jesus is the healer. Health is in his word, you know. It's a remedy, it's a medicine, it's a cure, it's it's life, it's high, it's Zoe vital life and that's why I'm, I'm speaking these things so wherever you are in your faith walk in your healing journey it's okay you know it's not that I'm thinking oh they're there no of course not I was there and I was in the gutter I was almost dead so please I'm not I'm not talking about that I'm just talking about I need you to start seeing Jesus you know, when I'm speaking, you see my face. 
But do you know that the words that are coming out are Holy Spirit led? Because I'm always asking him before I start, Holy Spirit, you do the teaching because you know more than I do. And he, we always laugh because he, he always tells me, though not always, you know, like that. But the words that I'm speaking, they come from these pages. They come from the word, Jesus, the healer. If I would present myself, oh, please, then just shut the door on me. Then nothing will happen. But the word of Jesus that he came to bring for Papa God, it's health and healing to you. And the moment that you recognize, that you that you just see him who for who he is, just like these people. Let me tell you again what that word epigenosco means when they recognized him, when they knew him. They knew it was Jesus. They knew it. They knew him thoroughly. They knew him accurately. They knew him well. They recognized him. They perceived him for the person that he is, of course. And in the Jewish idiom, when you just take genosco without the epi, you get its sexual intercourse is that intimacy between a man and a woman so when you see him like wow you know that's jesus that's my help that's my healer and you can see him in the word my words that came out of my mouth actually i was every single time i was just saying jesus 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 and just a funny story was it not it was really funny to me but when in 2009, they, they saw that I had a grown tumor on the inside of me. I was, you know, uh, single, divorced, and I had three uh, young children. And I taught my children always, you know, prayer and, and, and the word and those type of things. And my little girl, she would never, ever leave my sight. And it just hurted my heart because I wanted her to play outside, but she wanted to sit right next to me. And not because she told me later on, she said, I didn't sit next to you because I was afraid that you were going to die, mommy. And I was like, okay. And she said, you know why I was sitting next to you? Just to keep you uh, company. So she was so sweet, this little girl. But one day the pain got so severe because they, they uh, how do you say that? The radi I took chemo and radiation because I didn't even know all these things that I'm talking about right now. I didn't know how to take my authority. I didn't know anything. I just knew that Jesus healed, but I didn't know how. So I took chemo and radiation and the radiation, it just, whoa, it just melted my, my, my organs and inside. It was, it's just terrible. The pain and the pain of that grown tumor and the pain was so heavily and then heavily, sorry, not heavily, but horrific. And I, I went to the to the, the bathroom and I just cried, just like the pain. It was just, I just cried. And I, I didn't cry like, oh, I cried like a high pitch. I could still, it was so high because I didn't want my kids to hear downstairs. I was like, ah, ah, like that, it was so high. But I was crying. It was like, I couldn't go on no more it, i said how much more can i take this is too much and i started saying jesus 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 and all of a sudden there was a knock on the on the bathroom door and i heard a little voice mom <laughs> mom <laughs> and i heard her before talking to my my two sons and she said mom is in the bathroom and i hear i hear that she's crying something is up 
but I just prayed and I was, you know, it's funny because when my, my children, they thought they were whispering, they were talking very loud. So, and then it was like, mom, mom. And I was like, I was like, I'm in my own zone right now. I'm in pain, Jesus, Jesus. I didn't want to talk to her. And then I said, yes. And he said, mom, mom, what's going on? Uh, mom. I was like, yes. <laughs> she was like, Mom, I prayed already. It's over. It's okay. Come out of the bathroom. It's over. You know that childlike faith? It's over. I prayed already. And I was there speaking the name Jesus. Jesus. Do you know that Jesus showed up? <laughs> he was the one knocking at my door. Oh, man. Through a little little girl knocking on my door telling me it's over i already prayed it's done you know and it was not that the pain was over right then and there but it it did something i knew i wasn't alone the moment i spoke jesus he came in the form of my little girl wow thank you lord and if he does that for me, he does that for you. And maybe you don't notice that he's there. You know, we got him. Let me tell you, you got him on pages written down. And he's alive and kicking and powerful and wonderful and beautiful and so loving and so caring. He's living on the inside of you. Your healer, your help giver. Your health, your divine health, your restorer, your life giver, your resurrection, Jesus, living right there on the inside of you. He's right there with you in the house. And do you recognize him intimately, accurately, thoroughly, perceive him as the person who he is, or will you degrade him and get offended at him and get into unbelief? Offense is enticed to sin. Or are you like a Pharisee or a scribe, you know, trying to tricking somewhere, you know, you know, you make the word of none effect then through your own tradition. So let me get to questions. Hey, Michelle. Yes, I have a faith child, but it's really because of Holy Spirit teaching me how to teach these kids. So I wish it was just me, but it isn't. <laughs> hey, Cynthia, great to see you. Praise God. Yes. I had to teach him how to pray. Janelle says, seek the Lord and live. You see, oh, the word, oh, Jesus is the word. The word is Jesus. Beautiful, beautiful. Let me see. Yes, God sent his word and healed us. Jesus is the word manifested. The word became flesh and he's alive. And that's so right. And now I just need every one of you to see it to grasp it, to understand it. So I speak that you get a revelation as a revelation about Jesus being the word. He is the word yesterday, today, forevermore. He is unchangeable and that he's still the healer, that he already healed you, that you are healed because of that word. Hallelujah. Wow. <laughs> um, I understand what you're saying. That's so good. Yes, hallelujah. Oh, hey, Victoria, question. How do we know we have a vision from God and how to make it come to pass? Well, a vision from God, well, to me, it, it's always 
you know, in line with the word somewhere. So I can always trace it back to the word because a vision from God is full of life. It's full of, you know, his blessing, his favor, his health. It, it contains all of those things wrapped up in that vision and how to make it come to pass. This is how I do it. You know, in Habakkuk uh, 2, and write the vision, make it clear, you know, write the vision down on tablets, make it clear that he who sees it may run with it. So you may, you can run when you see it. I always write the vision down because I, I have a lot of visions that the Lord has given me, like starting a church, starting uh, my own platform, Life at Five, or the YouTube channel, or the, you know, or vision for my children, vision for my health, vision for whatever. We're talking about health and healing. So I would write it down and I would speak to it. And I would go to Ezekiel on um, 37 or 39. I would speak to the dry bones, you know, so I speak life. I speak breath into my vision. I speak life into that vision. That's how I make it come to pass. And then I will ask Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, can you please show me, uh, 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 tell me how to go about it? Always get Holy Spirit into the vision. Always, because he knows more than we know. And that's how I go about it. You know, I start speaking in tongues about the vision. And when I speak in tongues, then I also get to know, is it is this from God or is it just something I want to do. But while I'm speaking in tongues, if it just, you know, it gets clearer and it even gets like, because a vision, it starts for me like this and then it gets bigger and bigger. I know that's Papa God because that's out of my league, out of my reach. I cannot do that. Who am I? You know, things like that. So that's how um, I do it, for instance. Cindy, you're speaking to my heart. I'm currently facing a similar situation. You see the Lord, he knows exactly Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for helping everyone right now who is in this type of situation, who's having a struggle in their healing journey, who's having like a setback in a healing journey, who's having like uh, uh, no hope in their healing journey, like they're seeing no hope. I speak Christ in you is the hope of glory. I speak the life in the name of Jesus, that it just bursts out of you. I speak solutions and answers through the word in the name of Jesus. Struggle, you stop it right now in Jesus' name. Hey, Melissa, great to see you. Love how Jesus works in you. Thank you. And do you know he just wants to work in you the same way he does in me? Because you are so precious to him. You're so beautiful, so wonderful to him. You know, Papa God says he wants to walk in us. Um, let me see if there are questions. Uh, Elaine, great to see you. Hi, Cindy. God bless you. Thank you for speaking life into my daughter, Emily's life. Yes, and we keep on speaking that in the name of Jesus, speaking it into physical manifestation right now in Jesus' name. When the symptoms get worse, I thank and praise God, Papa God, more for my healing. And that's so good because Thanksgiving, I always say it needs to be high on the list because if you know that you are already healed, you just know these symptoms, they will go one way or the other or be scattered in seven ways. You know, they will go because you're already healed. Cynthia, that's so amazing. I like it when Jesus said to God, I've done what you sent me to do. That's great. John 17. I've given them your word. He was sent to give us the word of God. That's so right. That's so right. Hallelujah. Because everyone, we are healed. You are healed. Hey, Cheryl, great to see you. Jesus resurrect me. I'm young, want to live and not die. Hear my cries for life. 
I'm the woman in need. Jesus, you are my healer. Neither recreated miracle in my cervical, spine, brain, and organs. Well, Cheryl, you, oh man, Jesus, he heard your cry even before you were born. You know, he did it 2,000 years ago. He did it for you. He did it for everyone, but especially also for you. So Cheryl, in the name of Jesus, I commend life in your body. And I speak, I speak to your body because a recreative miracle, piece of cake for Jesus, right? So I commend a recreative miracle in your cervical spine, brain, and organs in the name of Jesus. And I command that your body is restored. And I command your body whole and healed. And then you can give praise to the Lord in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Papa God, for Cheryl, that you already healed her in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hey, Paula, after reading the word for a length of time, I start to forget what I read, only remembering the last few verses. Is it better to read a few verses, meditate and stop or keep going? Well, of course, it's very good to, to like read the whole Bible. And uh, but what I did, I, I always, you know, read throughout the Bible. But I, I'm also very topical. So we're talking about health and healing. I went to the Bible verses on health and healing. And then you can narrow that down because there was there will be certain Bible verses that will just speak to you. You know, you just see Jesus. It's just, yes, that's Jesus. And then take that those and make them your own. Just make them your own. You know, like, um, like there are people... They got a certain perfume, you know, when you don't even have to see see them, you smell them. That perfume is in their wardrobe, is in their in everything of them, it's in their hair. That's the way they smell. This one certain perfume, and that's the way we need to make it our own. I know he's living on the inside of us, but that word needs to become like our perfume. So even if you get one Bible verse on health and healing that speaks to you. You meditate on that one. And if you want to keep going on, because maybe Holy Spirit wants to, to show you other verses, and you might say that's not even related to health and healing, but maybe he wants to get your soul to prosper, and then he needs to show you that or teach us something, then you also keep going on. Always do it with Holy Spirit because he knows so much more. But how I did it, is also being very topically on health and healing scriptures. And also because, like I just mentioned, my soul needed to prosper. So I needed to learn a lot of things and actually unlearn a lot of things. So like I was saying, my blueprint, you know, the traditions of men make the word of none effect. So it made Jesus of none effect. While Jesus is living on the inside of me, but it, he had no effect because of those traditions. So I had to get rid of those type of things. So you can be very topical, but not to the extent that we don't listen to Holy Spirit. So get that those verses, get them down on the inside of you, get them into your heart, you know, engraved. You know, with meekness, we, we receive that engrafted word. We take it. So I hope it answers your question. Rosa, question. Can you do a prayer video as a guide? Um if people can do that or if I can do it, because yes, you can, of course, because that's actually um, very good. 
if people could do like uh, a prayer video and show you how you can pray. Well, actually, for me, prayer is something else than uh, getting someone healed. So prayer is for me, really, I'm, I'm just talking to Papa God, Jesus and Holy Spirit, you know, because we're communicating with each other. But if I would, uh, you know, heal the sick, that's what the Bible does, heal the sick, raise the dead. So, but you can do a video. And yeah, that, that's certainly possible and very good. It's a good one, actually. Um, yes, you're healed. I like it when people say those things. Oh, man, yes, you are healed. I speak live into every cell of you, Cindy, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lori. Yes, I'm full of joy because of everything that he did for me and who he is. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. And I need that strength. So. Yes, Lori, I'm full of joy. Hey, Amy, great to see you. Pray request, Cindy, for healing of body strength for bones. Well, I know the Lord, he has, I don't know how you say that, he has like um, Bible verses on for bones, especially for bones. And one is in Proverbs, and I got my old Bible with me, so I don't think I got that part in it. But Proverbs, you can find in Proverbs, you know, that it's 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 on a health to your bones. But when, and I, I really want to go there, but I, I really don't know if it's there. So I don't I'm I don't just want to say something. Oh Papa, is it here? No, it's not here. It's just you know. I got a new Bible, guys, but it's just the old one. I'm so used to taking the old one. I don't know why. Okay, here it is. Got it. <laughs> I like Proverbs. <laughs> Listen to this. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It's health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Oh, that's so good, isn't it? And it's Proverbs 3 from verse 7. And, uh, and verse 8. So it's strength to your bones. So right now, this on, a, on, a, on account of this Bible verse, I commend strength to your bones in the name of Jesus. I speak life and health and healing in your body in the name of Jesus. And wherever you are wise in your own eyes, you know, you just run to the word. He is standing there with arms open wide, you know, run to the word because... Let me say it again, because do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It's health to your flesh and strength to your bones. So I speak that strength to your bones into physical manifestation. Bones, I'm talking to you. I command you strong and healthy. I command you firm in Jesus' name. Thank you, Papa God, in the name of Jesus. So you write this one down, Proverbs 3, verse 7 and 8. Yes? Hallelujah. Let me see if there are um, more questions. Beverly said, praying and believing that I'm healed of paralysis and allergies to vinegar, but struggle to walk in it. Well, uh, like I said, Beverly, everyone is on a different stage in their healing journey. Where, where I am now, I wasn't in 2009. I wasn't in 2013. You know, I wasn't in 2016. I became, uh, I, I came there when I really, 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 really made a choice that I'm going to get into that word. I'm going to dive into Jesus as if I didn't know him afresh, anew, 
and I took it all in and that's how I could walk out what I found in the word, what I found to be true that I was already healed. So if you have a struggle with it, first ask Holy Spirit, why am I struggling? So he can give you the answer to that because maybe you're struggling because you've seen someone else struggling. Maybe you're struggling because, um, yeah, I don't know, there's fear. So first ask him. And then you can, if it's fear, you can bind that fear. If it's that natural unbelief, you can get rid of the natural unbelief. And then you can build yourself up. You know, I always say, just get your gun loaded before you shoot. So get get the Bible uh, verses on the inside, you know, that you're already healed, that he, he uh, by his traps you were healed, that he took your infirmities and bore your sicknesses, that he sent his word and healed you, you know, and delivered you from destruction. That's why we give him thanks, you know, as children of men. Or that, you know, all the... <laughs> There's so many Bible verses about health and healing. Third John 1, 2, for instance. So that as his beloved, he wish above all things that you may prosper, be in health, even as your soul prospers, so that you get your soul to prosper. And then all of a sudden you can focus and aim and then you speak. And then you will see it will not be a struggle no more. So in the name of Jesus, I speak that a struggle is taken out of that in Jesus' name. And then, then just the, the faith is just so residing on the inside of you that that revelation that you're already healed of that paralysis and all those allergies, the vinegar or whatever it is, that you will see it's already done deal 2,000 years ago in the name of Jesus. So it's it's not it's not yours. You are healed. So I'm speaking that you get the revelation, and I'm just speaking that you are because you are. I speak you free from paralysis and free from allergies to vinegar in Jesus' name. Uh, prayers for my double vision and constant red eyes from cat cataract surgery to leave. So we got a great, 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 how do you say that? A Bible verse on that. You know, most was about 120 years of age and his natural force is not abated nor his eyesight dim. Well, it's not in the Bible just to, uh, you know, just to tell us a story. No, if most was about 120 years of age, and his eyesight was perfect, it wasn't dimmed, we can have perfect eyesight, right? So in the name of Jesus, first I bind that fear in Jesus' name. And everything that came in with the surgery, every fear that came in through that surgery, in the name of Jesus, stop it right now, I bind you. And I speak double vision, I curse you in Jesus' name. Red eyes, I curse you, stop it right now. I command the eyes, normal. Right now in Jesus' name. Right now. And every damage done from that surgery, I command total restoration in your eyes. Eyes, be healed, be restored, and be whole in Jesus' name. Thank you, Papa God. You're so good because you healed Cindy's eyes already. Thank you, Jesus. Teresa, great to see you. I need you to believe with me for healing for fibroid, um, fibroid tumor biopsy on Monday and ultrasound. Praying for no cancer. Oh, hallelujah. No cancer at all in the name of Jesus. I command you whole. I command you well. I command nothing, no trace of cancer. And if it was, it's cursed and died out in Jesus' name. I speak life to you, Teresa, in the name of Jesus. I'm believing with you there. Hallelujah. Uh, let me see. Uh, Dimitris, you said, I know the pain will stop. Yes, that's so right. Every pain, stop it. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. 
I speak life into your body. I speak you are pain free in Jesus' name. Yes, every symptom go in Jesus' name because you are healed, Doris, in the name of Jesus. Hey, Sherry, you have a prayer request that all cancer cells be killed at the root and killed out of your body. Well, Jesus and you are in the house. <laughs> He's so good. Cancer cells die. You are cursed from the roots in Jesus' name. Get out. Body, you live. Every cell, nerve, tendon, ligament, bones, muscles, everything that's there. I command you are alive and well. I command you whole and restored in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Papa God. They will give you the biggest praise report in Jesus' name. And I command these health manifestations into physical manifestations right now in Jesus' name. I said right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Papa God. Um, let me see if there are new. Oh, I'm going to get to the last ones. Um, John Elliott says, hey, John, great to see you. I commended my HD, ADHD leaves me alone and lets me pay attention in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, ADHD, stop it. I bind you. Move. First off, John, that's not yours. That ADHD is Satan's. Let it go back to him. It's, it's totally not yours. And you just start speaking. I can pay attention. I always pay attention. I'm so focused, you know, to speak those type of things because you've got the mind of Christ. So you start speaking those type of things in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Um, Cindy says, I'm standing on scriptures for bones. Need creative miracle for left knee from replacement three years ago. Well, bones is like uh, the, the Proverbs uh, number, Proverbs 3. Verse 7 and 8 that I just uh, mentioned with the other lady. And there it says strength to the bones and creative miracle. It, it's piece of cake for Jesus because it's already done. So in the name of Jesus, you're standing on those scriptures that mean you're, you're standing on Jesus, the healer. So that healer, he's doing it, not me, no one else because he already did it. So on account of that, I command a creative miracle. In your left knee right now in Jesus' name. I command creative miracle manifest physically in the left knee in the name of Jesus. Right now in Jesus' name. Right now. Thank you, Papa God. Thank you, Papa God, for the creative miracle for the left knee in the name of Jesus right now. Thank you so much for every bone restored, every bone strong in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Uh, Dimitri says, how did you pray for your thin, short hair? Well, uh, what I always do, uh, I first go, go into the word and I get the scriptures. Well, I've got a few scriptures about uh, hair. And one of them is like in the Song of Songs, you know, my hair is like a flock of goats going down from Mount Gilead. But also like the hair of a woman's like her pride and her glory. But also like Absalom's hair, you know, those type of scriptures. And I was just uh, meditating on them. And then I wrote down what I was speaking. And I also had like a vision. I saw, I had, uh, how do you say that? Pictures of myself. So I was looking. I was not looking in the mirror like, oh, my Lord. Because that's how I was looking at first. And then I start speaking. Just speaking to the mountain. We didn't get to Mark 11. We will get there. But I was just speaking to it. Just speaking to my hair. I said, hair. 
I command to grow. I command you voluminous, shiny, long in the name of Jesus. And and I got that like on, I placed it on my card, so I still have it. And I was just talking to it. So that's how I, that's actually, I, I that's why I have to say there's a difference for me uh, between prayer and speaking because I just speak to the mountain because it's already mine. Jesus has already given it to me. So in the name of Jesus, I command, you know, so it's actually for me, it's in the name of Jesus, I command. And then, yeah, it's here. But, but I had to get rid of unbelief concerning my hair. And uh, yeah, for everyone who's also at my live at five, you know, with my daughter, I, I already talked about that. But my daughter, because I, I taught her all these things, she she looked at me and she said one day, uh, but mom, do you really believe that your hair can grow like overnight? And I was not quick with my yes, so I knew I was in unbelief. And I said to her, mm, I feel like a speck of unbelief, like like something like this. So I had to get out of unbelief and then start speaking because every single time I was speaking, there was this unbelief. So nothing happened. So that's something I did with my hair. Um, let me see. Um, hey, Carol, great to see you. So many hearts back to you, Shelia. Praying against scoliosis. I'm standing on scripture against this curve. And that's so good because scoliosis is a name and it needs to bow down to the name of Jesus. So it's good that you're standing with Jesus on Jesus. You know, you're looking at Jesus. He's the healer. He's the one. So in the name of Jesus, I command scoliosis die. I curse scoliosis in the name of Jesus. I curse every cell of scoliosis in Jesus' name. I command your body straight. I command your body straight. I command that part straight in the name of Jesus. Just as how Papa God made you to be. In Jesus' name. And I command it to physically manifest right now in Jesus' name. Right now in the name of Jesus. Um, Teresa says, Mary Davis needs prayer to help her to walk comfortably having food swelling problems. Uh, okay, I, I didn't see her um, prayer request. So Mary, in the name of Jesus, I just speak, you walk. And foot, stop swelling. Swelling, I command you. You, I command you, nullify, dissolve now in Jesus' name. And Mary, you walk in the name of Jesus. So Papa God can walk in you. And I command this into physical manifestation in Jesus' name. Thank you, Papa God. Praise report. You prayed for my 12-year-old grandson's eye vision. It's improving daily. Has appointment tomorrow. Thank you, Papa God. And I speak normal eyesight better than before in Jesus' name. 2020 vision. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for telling that, Cindy. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. All oh, glory. Let's just praise him. Hallelujah. Because he's so good, isn't he? Hallelujah. Yeah, pray like a priest and speak like a king. And that's right. Because where the word of a king is, there's power. And we are the kings once of the king of kings, you know, so let's do that. So guys, I'm going to end this live session. So thank you so much for listening, for watching. And Papa God, I'm so thankful for this platform that you, that you made this available for people to 
get that word on the inside and thank you that even when we shut down and uh, when, when we end this on a live session, you are there with every single one. All Papa God. And that's the best thing that we can ever have. Thank you, Jesus, for being alive in every single one. And thank you, Holy Spirit, for just being there and being the biggest support ever. Thank you so much because all the praise and the glory is for our Papa God, Jesus, and Holy Spirit. Thank you so much, Lord. Okay, everyone, don't forget. Don't Please don't forget. The joy of the Lord is your strength. You know, that joy, that laughter is medicine for your body. So never stop laughing. <laughs> Woo! I like that. Okay. So, hey, guys, love you so much. High five, everyone. And we're standing on those praise reports. Bye-bye, everyone. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.